0: Thank mm-hmm. you. just want to say this on on set. Um, For those of you who may have been listening to our podcast and wondering why there has not been another podcast, we'll get into that a little later. But I just want to say, um, you know, thank you for continuously being a loyal listener and supporter of our podcast. Um, But there's some things that has taken place and uh, we are back on track now. And so we are here to just continue to discuss one of those things. And so if you are a listener of podcasts, we also ask that you continue to go to your places of uh, receiving podcasts, whether that be Spotify or Google or even iHeart, wherever you receive uh, your podcast, please go there and continue to subscribe and follow us and also follow us on our Facebook page so that we can continue to move to move the needle on this process. So many would say, OK, what is the invisible Thread and what is it all about? The Invisible Thread, of course, is about self-care observations where we look at concepts and ideas and different principles on how to deal with life and the grief and the trauma that comes with life and how to better ourselves. And so this podcast seeks to take an in-depth look on how you can uh, put those principles and concepts into practices so that your physical, mental, and emotional, and most importantly, that your spiritual well-being is put in place and is healthy. It's that one thing that, you know, when we think about the invisible thread, what I think about is that one thing that um, has been shown to me that holds humanity together. It's that one thing that um, all of us do, all of us have done, and all of us will do until that very last day. That one thing that no matter what, Life throws at us, no matter what the garment of life may um, be. It's that one thing that calls us together. It's what we call the breath of life. Is that invisible part, that part that you can't see? You can't see the breath, but you see the 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 uh, manifestations of the breath. And so we would pray that you would understand that the invisible thread is not looking for something, but most importantly, looking from something. Of course, this material that is shared on this podcast is not designed to uh, diagnose or treat or anything of that other that nature, but it is designed for self-care and commentary only. This information is not to treat any mental e- illness or any, uh, try to cure anything, but it's just simply offering coping skills that are needed to cope with life and the things that go on with it. We truly think we truly ask that if there's anything that you deem that's going on with your life and that you need to uh, have a closer look at. We would ask that you would consult your healthcare provider so that, that we can make a medical um, diagnosis and treatment for that program. This podcast is definitely designed about educating and engaging with you so that you can have a more enriched and empowerful life. We like to say around here at the podcast, we are here to support people through transitions of change so that they can capitalize on opportunities and do so with resilience. So you say, what is today's podcast about? Well, the podcast simply is what I talked about earlier is why we have not been on and doing our podcast. We have been in a mode where um, we had some health issues. We had some things that took place that uh, we didn't foresee, we didn't sign up for, but there were some things that took place. And it calls for us to not only reevaluate, but it called for us to ask ourselves, how do we move forward with this process of life? How do we move forward with the process of just being involved in everything? And, and and you know, so um, we took a break. We 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 relaxed ourselves. We got ourselves in a place uh, um, that we we're in. Um, we're ready to go back mode. And so I, I want to say, you know, I'm um, I'm at i I'm at a retreat um, at um, Montreat, and um, I'm relaxing. And and I did do some work earlier. Let me confess, I did do some work earlier uh, with with some with some. Uh, a, members of a board and things that I was working on, but but I'm relaxing. I'm taking my time. And so today's podcast is about reset and balance. Reset and balance. Now, I, I know that if I was to talk to anyone, especially with what's going on um, with the COVID and with things that are going on in the uh, political arena, things that are going on in the uh, in in the uh, social arena things that are going on in the racial arena uh, fina- any area that you can talk about there are a lot of people who would find themselves at they would be stressed and they would be stressed to the plat- to the fact that there are so many things that have been thrown at them and things that have literally um, knocked them off of their. Uh, Knocked them off track. And so many times in life, things are, they come up and they knock us off track. And we need to figure out how do we find ways to get us back uh, so that we can manage our lives, so that we can have a level of wholeness, so that um, we can get to that place, that um, we can be productive. We can be productive in our families. We can be productive in our spiritual walk, We can be productive in just about everything that we do. And so by learning to reset and balance our lives, we'll find and you'll find that once you learn how to reset and balance. I mean, you know, when I think about reset and balance, it's funny because if you think about your car, if you drive your car, one of the things that the... um. technicians do especially when you go get tires is they say we're going to reset and balance your tires and basically what they're saying is we're going to position your tires we're going to align your tires in such a way so that it's not shaking it doesn't cause the performance of the car to be any less it doesn't cause for uh, any other malfunctions with the car it's going to allow you to perform driving your car at its highest level and that's the same thing that happens to us is we need to figure out how do we reset and balance our lives so that we can find the greatness that life has to offer and so many times in life we find ourselves engaged in activities that cause us to be thrown off now here's the thing some of the things that has thrown you off or gotten you off track are things even that you know you have to admit things that you have done or have not done that has gotten you off track that you needed to do that you didn't do and then just like life has happened with us in this last 18 months to 24 months coming up now is there are things unforeseen No one, you know, foresaw COVID. No one foresaw George Floyd being killed. No one foresaw all of the things or the things that affect you and your household or the things that affect you and your finances or even you and your spirituality. No one may foresee some of those things that happen. No one may foresee things that happen in your relationship. Many people throughout the things that have happened in these last couple of months and over these years or so, Your relationships have been altered. You you were going in one direction in your relationship, and all of a sudden now it's to a completely uh, monkey wrench in everything that you're going through. Uh, You become emotionally uh, high strong and high stress. And so this podcast today, it's simply to take a look at what it means to really reset and rebalance ourselves so that we can get to the place. And so we want you to realize by Disengaging from life sometimes is required. Sometimes you need to disengage. Sometimes you need to re-engineer yourself so that you can win at life. We here want you to win at life. And so we're going to take a few moments here and just talk about what it means to reset and balance. So just to kind of give you um, just a little uh, personal tidbit of me, uh, I had some health issues. I had some health issues that came up. Um, like I said, unforeseen. I didn't sign up for it. It wasn't something that I was intending to do, uh, but I had some health issues. And I realized during this process, it was I was not taking care of my body. I was not taking care of my mind or I was allowing myself to be spread too thin. Now I know that's none of you, but just for me, it. it I, when you spread yourself too thin, you try to be involved in a lot of things and help a lot of people. And, and especially in my capacity, you, you, you know, you're always, you know, as the bishop, I'm, I'm, I'm always on call. Um, you know, when the boss calls, when God calls, I'm always on call. And for some reason, uh, I didn't do the necessary. Care, self-care that I was doing The think that I'm talking to you about was the thing that I should have been doing or could have been doing to take care of those issues. So what I wanted to do is I wanted to, as the Holy Spirit was giving me this as my time of uh, relaxation, you know, I looked at, you know, my, my, my log and the last notes I had um, were back in September um when i looked at my notes uh, in actuality it was probably my last recording was probably back in the month of august and so now we're at a place where the holy spirit has said some things he's shared some things and so now we're here at montreal and we're going to share with you what the lord has shared through the holy spirit with us and so when we talk about rest what is reset? What excuse me, what is reset? When you look at the word reset, it is to set again. But here's the key word differently. See, a lot of times when we have things that happen to us, we have tragedy that happens to us. We're quick to reset, but we're quick to reset back to the same mode, back to the same uh, pace, back to the same thing that we were doing before. And the honest and true word of reset is to reset, but do it differently now in doing it differently that causes for you to have to realize that there are some things that you're going to have to examine or going to have to uh, take an assessment on and so what the holy spirit has showed me is that when you look at the word reset each one of those letters stand for something and so you know when i'm counseling people uh, and 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 you know this is something that was just really shown to me when you're when i'm counseling people i you you're asking people who have went through a trauma such as a death of a loved one who's lost a job who's lost a, a, a whatever may be the case you're asking them to or they're asking themselves, really, how do I reset myself, especially when you've lost a loved one that you've been with for years, you know, 30, 40, 20 or even a day when you've lost that relationship. How do I reset? And you cannot reset in the same manner, especially if it's a death. And so when you look at the word reset, R-E-S-E-T, that word is speaks volumes and it should i would challenge you to just look at the word write write the word out on a piece of paper give a little space between each letter r e s e t and when you look at that word and you say how do i reset my life and this is what the, the the principle or the process or the practice that i have put forth to reset means that i first have to rest you said how do you, how do you get rest out of reset well if you take r e s e t and you take this e the second e in that and you would put your finger over it you should get the word r e s t rest to rest simply means to cease work or lack of movement so that you can relax An opportunity to reflect and refresh oneself. An opportunity to recover and strengthen. See, when you are physically sick, when your body goes through, especially like a surgery or you go through something, you know, the doctor tells you get plenty of rest. Well, what happens with us, especially when we have an emotional Uh, a breakdown or an emotional trauma, we tend to think we can just bounce back and go and do whatever we want to do. And no, trust me, you need to rest. You need to cease work. Stop moving. Relax. Refresh yourself so that you can find the strength that you're going to need to continue to move forward. When we look at the word again, reset, you put your finger over the word over the second E and you're going to get rest. Rest yourself, family. Rest yourself so that you can get to, to the place that you are desiring to get to. So, but I said each one of those letters means something. So, when we're talking about the, that's the R. So, look at the word, the letter E. The letter E, after you rest for a while, evaluate. That means to look into what you've been doing. And that's literally what I've been doing these last few months and weeks and everything is I've been looking at the the things that I've been doing. I've been looking at I've been counting the cost. I've been evaluating what it costs for me, what energy, what time, what uh, relationships does it cost? What, what do I value? What what? What do I value as far as um, the people that I'm engaged with, the people that I do business with, the people that I counsel? Just how do I evaluate that whole process? Who am I? What am I actually looking into? So, you know, that's the R and the E. The S to that equation is strategize. You know, once I evaluate and get all the things that I value, then how do I strategize a plan? What, what plan can I come up with to create uh, actions and and policies within myself or principles that I can follow? And then what is my overall aim? What am I trying to accomplish in life? And so when I look at that R.E.S., you know, the second E again, like I said, if you put your finger over it, you get rest. But that second E is here is critical. Because it's engaged, it's working with, it's collaborating with, it's, it's um, uh, being involved with. And so what happens is, you remember what I said, what reset means? It's set again, but different. So what happens is when we have tragedy, we can we, we tend to set ourselves, we re-engage ourselves back into activities that put us sometimes in the predicament that we are in in the first place. And so we have to Take our disengage ourselves and then evaluate and rest and strategize so that when we do that, when we rest for a while, when we evaluate ourselves for a while and we strategize a new plan, a new direction, a new goal, then we can reengage ourselves. You cannot reengage into something that you have not. Taking the time to rest from, especially if it's an emotional or traumatic trauma, you have to rest. Trust me, you the reason you get back into the same situation or the same rut is because you don't rest. You don't evaluate. and You don't strategize and you re-engage yourself in certain situations. And so I really want you to because here's what happens. You know, people want to move forward. I, I I want to move forward. I want to get past this. I don't want to deal with this anymore. I don't, I don't I don't think that I have to. And here's the thing. People are trying to transition into something new. You all know that if you, you've ever been a listener of the podcast, you know, the book by William uh, Bridges uh, transition, I think, is one of the most remarkable books that are out there, whether it be business or personal life. And what happens is people try to transition after trauma. And you cannot transition after trauma if you do not rest, if you do not evaluate yourself, if you do not strategize a new plan. Because re-engaging yourself back into something that you have not got a new plan. Remember, to reset is to set again differently. And when you reset yourself differently differently. You then get a different outcome. And so when you are trying to transition, what you're trying to transition is you're trying to shift your level of consciousness. You're trying to shift your the process, the way you do things. You're trying to shift the way you see things and the way you deal and interact with people. You're trying to shift uh, uh, to a higher goal so that the changes that needs to be made will be made and so that you can get the things done that you need to get done. Because one thing is for sure, if you are not reset, you will continue to repeat the same thing over and over and over again. And that makes life difficult. And so we want you to realize that you have to reset your life because life will throw stuff at you, will knock you off track. It will cause you to to to, to not be able to manage life. And you want a full life. You want a, a, a great life. But you have to be able to manage yourself in such a way so that you can get the things done. So we're going to take a break here, just a minute. And we're going to come back and we're going to talk about the other part of this equation. Because is it once you reset yourself then it's like okay i'm taking away the old but then i gotta position myself so that i can have new and so what we're gonna do is take this break and we're gonna come back on the other side of this commercial uh, on the other side of this music and, and and when we look at it then we are asking you to really put the work in so we'll be right back after this Invisible Thread podcast. I am your Holy Bishop Bronte Duncan. Please, if you do uh, go over to the Front Porch podcast, where there are three, four other brothers there uh, that are talking about uh, social issues in life, and all, all from a uh, perspective of black males, and the, the, you know that podcast is, is is a powerful one. You you have to be ready for that one. But today here on the um, Invisible Thread podcast, we are talking about uh, helping you get life. Uh, balance and helping you get life reset. And so here's just, you know, we've talked about the, the resetting life and going through life. And you know what I said, when you reset something in your life, the whole purpose of resetting it is so that you can do it different than you did it before. And so when we were talking about reset, You know, just like I said, when you're getting your cars balanced, you know, uh, your tires balanced, you know, when they look at those, uh, your tires, they, they make sure they put the proper tire that fits your car, that fits your vehicle. So what are you saying? There are some things that you have to look at. In other words, when you're evaluating your life, you evaluating the things you have to make sure that the things that's in your life are the things that fit your life. Your goals, your direction that you're going in. But the only way that you're going to know that is you're going to have to know your make and model. In other words, you're going to have to know what your goals are and your goals are flushed out in your evaluation. And then when you flush out your goals, then you now can create strategies. But the other part to that equation is balancing. Balancing. That's what they say when they're um, when I took my car in to get it. They say we're going to we're going to balance and mount the tires on your car. And that's what we have to do is we have to balance our life with proper principles and proper goals and proper uh, strategies that gets us to the place. But here's where the rubber meets the road. When you're talking about balance, balance is a condition in which different elements are equal in other words or they have a a, a correct uh, appropriation into uh, helping something become uh, maneuverable let me put it in that terms in other words it, 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 it by itself it's good but when i put it with another element when i take rest and i take evaluation and i take strategy and i take my engagement it causes me to have all of those things come come together and then it allows me to transition into the place, into the person, into the 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 being that I need to be. But So there are different elements. So sometimes you're going to have to. This is where you're going to have to really do the work. And so you're going to have to ask yourself, just like the reset, each letter in this balance means something that you're going to have to kind of give an account for and um, process to. And so let's look at each letter within the word balance. So the letter B means beliefs. What do you believe? What do you trust? What's your faith? What are you confident of? Who are you confident of? What 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 is it that you believe that um, helps you uh, accomplish the goals, help you be in the relationships that you're in, whether it be um, uh, romantic relationships, whether it be co-worker relationship, whatever the relationship is. What is it that you trust? What is it that you have faith in? What is it that you are confident who, who who's who has um, who has shown you that you have some level of confidence in their ability or what has, uh, you know, do you have confidence in your ability to be in relationship with certain people? Do you have confidence that um, your computer will work? I, I mean, it's, it's just, you know, what are your beliefs in the whole process? So whatever your goals are, ask yourself, what do I believe about my goals? What do I believe about the outcome of my goals? And then when you get your goals and, and the things that you believe, then ask yourself, where is the alignment? You know, where is the uh, alignments are or, or the positions of agreement? You know, who are your allies? Who who do you who, how who do you line up with that see life like you see it or who do you um, uh? Position yourself with that are willing to help you build better. Because see, here's what happens: a lot of times, a lot of times, the things that really don't get done and don't get done consistently, is because we don't, we're not in agreement, we're not in alignment, or the alignment or the positioning has uh, come undone. And so, when you have the alignment and it's come undone, it causes for um, turbulence, if you will, to 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 happen in a situation where they be trying to find a a goal within your job, trying to find um, uh, projects within your home. If you are not aligned or you don't have allies in this process, it makes the whole process even more difficult. It makes it more stressful and it makes it Stressful and difficult to transition because there's not an agreement. There's not an alignment, if you will, between the people and the principle and the policies or whatever it may be. So you have to not only have your beliefs, but your alignment. The L in this process is about leadership. It's the action of leading self or group. See, when when you're when you you're not on this planet by yourself and so you have to either be a self leader, which means that you have to be able to have proponents within yourself. You have to have when I think of leadership, I think of it from a discipline perspective, not not a punishment, but a discipline perspective that I have self discipline. In other words, I'm going to do what I need to do in order to show up for myself. And for those people that I am involved with, when I show up and I am 100 percent in full ready mode, then the people that are with me and if we can build relationship, we can have an alliance with each other. We have some 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 cross sectors of beliefs and trust about some things. Guess what? When I need to show up and do my part, they're going to trust and believe and have faith. Not so much as in me, but they're going to have trust that if we both follow the process, if we both do the things that we're needing to do, we can move the group. I don't think leadership is about just having the title. It's about being self-disciplined. It's about Being able to collaborate with other people and help them receive their goals just as well as the organizational goals or your goals. But it's all about collaboration where everybody is a winner in this process. So the A And this is you have balance, you have alignment, you have leadership. So the second is agreement. If you have an alignment, then you have to have an agreement with that. And so there are people that we have watched throughout, you know, um, many sectors, whether it be political, whether it be economic, whether it be social justice. There are many people who we have found that the the agreement between the people, agreement between situations are not there. So you're saying what is agreement? Agreement literally in its um, definition is about harmony. It's about having the uh, accordance and uh, and, and having uh, one's, uh, how do I put it, having one's, Having one back, if you will, just being able to I'm I'm, I may not agree with you, but I'm willing to 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 fight the fight with you because I'm I'm agreeing that the fight is bigger than my personal feelings. I'm agreeing that the fight is bigger than my personal views because I am willing to have a, a harmonious agreement with you. In other words, when I look when I think about this word harmony and an agreement, it's like when you look at the music That is played, especially instrumental music, you know, the the moment that notes, I mean, it's seven notes in a musical scale. And 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 you just think about the different genres of music and the moment that. You take the notes, those who play instruments, you know this, the moment that you play one note and then you play the next note that is in harmony with that note. It makes beautiful music. And so that's the thing that we need to be able to look at is in our life when we're going through stress. How do I get into an agreement with others? How do I get into an agreement with myself so that I can have harmony in this whole process? And so, you know. We we look at the the end and this you know this word balance and it's new vision, new vision. What's my What's my new vision for myself? You know, like I said, I've taken some weeks off. uh, I've taken some time off and just rest. And and I had to ask myself, what's my new vision for myself? And that's going to be when you do the evaluation. Remember, you're going to get your new vision as you evaluate yourself and look at your life and look what worked and what didn't work. Look what got you in trouble and what possibly could help you out. And so when you talk about new vision, it's the ability to think about and plan for the future with your imagination and your wisdom. Let me say that again. Your new vision is the ability to think about, plan for your future with your imagination and your wisdom. See, a lot of times we think because... We've done something for so long that there's only one way to do it. And I am here to tell you, sometimes you need to go back to being a child and use your imagination. I mean, I watch, you know, God children or or you may have grandchildren. And if you can give them a spoon or you can give them a box and just sit back and watch their imagination and, you know, it. The the box becomes a house. The box becomes an airplane. It becomes a truck, you know, and, and it's so amazing. And I think that sometimes we get ourselves as adults and we get so rigid and we get so complacent that we fail to realize that there are things that we can do early on. In the processes of life and the businesses that we do in relationship, and if we would just give ourselves the imagination to solve problems, then we would just be, uh, we would, uh, we would live longer. We would uh, be more mentally stable, you know. And wisdom. Here's the thing about wisdom: wisdom has something to do with your belief and faith, because wisdom is some, it's an experience. But wisdom, here, check this: wisdom is not something that you can go to the store. And by wisdom is given by divine um, by divine deity on behalf of uh, fulfilling the the needed um, goal at the time if you will and so you can't buy wisdom wisdom is something that is bestowed upon you you know you you can have all the smarts you want You know, but if you are not in the position to uh, utilize it, then that's not a wise decision. And so wisdom is given by divine uh, deity. And so you have belief, alignment, leadership, agreement, new vision. And then the letter C in this word balance is you have to take courage all of this is is for not if you will if you don't take courage to do the work see a lot of us sometimes will make plans and we'll say we're going to do xyz but a lot of us won't take the courage to actually fulfill the work that needs to be done and 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 go through the process you know when you talk about courage is you're talking about the the ability to do something that frightened you. The ability to show strength in the face of pain, in the face of uh, of of grief is I'm going to no matter what I went through, no matter how uh, uh troubled or worried or 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 down I was, I'm going to take the courage to do it anyway. See, you got to ask yourself, Do you want to go back into the same rut, the same mundane thing day in and day out? Or do you want to take the courage to do something different that has never been done? See, when you reset your life, remember, it's not just to do it again, but it's to do it again different. And doing it again different sometimes means that even if I'm frightened at what the outcome could be and I don't know what it could be, I am going to take the courage to do it again, and I am going to take the courage to do it again, even in my pain and in my frustration. I'm going to take courage. And the last letter of this is E, and it's emotional. A lot of times when we go through this process is be conscious of your emotions. Be conscious of your emotional well-being, you know. You're talking about emotional. It it's the natural, uh, and in, in, intuitive state, um, that derives from a situation. I mean, you know. You lose someone, you, you lose someone to a death, you know, to COVID, you lose someone to um, to to murder. You lose someone to uh, just a bad relationship. When you lose someone, it's going to alter your emotions. It's going to alter the say the way that you think It's going to alter the way that you take care of yourself. You will be altered. And one of the things that you have to do when you reset is you have to. Take account. You have to do an assessment or an inventory, whatever you want to use is you have to say how emotionally um, drained am I? How emotionally involved am I in this situation? What does my mood say according to this situation that sets before me? And then you have to reassess your relationships with other people because it's going to be through that that that's going to get you back to the place. So when we're talking about balance And reset, you have to ask yourself, how can I get to the place that I can live life, that I can do the things that need to be done, because many times in life, things will knock us off track. And we'll need to find ways to manage ourselves back to a level of wholeness but we're only going to get there if we learn how to reset our lives and balance our lives so that out of the things that has knocked us off that we can um find greatness and so you know many times we're going to have to you know engage in activities that may seem uncomfortable You know, looking at yourself sometimes can be uncomfortable. Looking at relationships that you're involved in can be uncomfortable. And so we have to look at this whole process and say, how can I alter my direction and also look at my emotional stresses and benefit from that process? And sometimes that simply means is I have to disengage and then re-engineer myself so that I can win in life. And there are some places that you're going to have to, you know, do some necessary work. You know, when I look at this, there are some questions that go with this, you know, that we may look at at another time. But, you know, there are the, the sub areas of this process is that you're going to how am I treating my body? H- how am I treating the 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 way that my body feels physically? You know, how, how am I treating? You know, what's my philosophy on life? How do I think? What's my level of consciousness when it comes to this particular matter? What's my level of consciousness when it comes to, you know, what's what's my philosophy on certain things? And you're going to have to look at that. And then, you know, what what does my mind say? Because these two are going to go together. Your philosophy and your mind are going to go together because it's like, you know, where's my inner peace? What do I know that's going to bring me inner peace in this whole process? And, and and I'm going to have to answer these questions uh, about my life. And you're going to have to answer those questions about, you know, in your life, you know. But the, another area is, you know, I'm, I'm en- encouraging you to look at your spiritual, spiritual life. You know, what are the real battles that are around you? You know, do you really see some real Um, spiritual battles that are around you because if you see spiritual battles then it's either two things one uh you know the the adversary devil he's he's setting you up because he he doesn't want you to receive what god has for you or two you're being set up for a comeback you're being set up to be set up for a comeback and that's why you need to take care of yourself re-engineer yourself put yourself in a position so that you can be a winner in the life that you have so whatever you do in life learn how to reset and balance your life And so that you can get the things that you need to get to and that you will have the things that you need to have. And so, as always, you know, we like to end with this word of prayer so that you can uh, continue to move forward in that process. And the prayer says this. I pray for obedience the first time. I pray for strength in weary times. I pray for comfort in difficult times. I pray for grace and mercy in his time. I pray for love all the time. Family, thank you for listening to the Invisible Thread podcast. We would challenge you to always continue to figure out a way to support people through transitions so that they and yourself can capitalize on opportunities, but do so with the spirit of resilience. We'll talk to you later. Bye now.